I was told you were coming. A slayer. Himself stuck, rather like a, a cork in a bottle. My ascension is almost here. I don't like vampires. I'm gonna take a stand and say they're not good. Fucking fantastic. I love that sound. Uh, the ice cream bar is this way. Okie doke. And we're back. It may not have seemed very long, but in reality, we've actually not recorded for probably a month and a half. Fucking damn near. Yeah. So, you're welcome. It's a miracle we're still doing this. No, not really. We're not really no. doing anything else. No, we got nothing going on. I had a nice little stint as a teacher. Turns out I'm actually pretty good at it. Um, I learned a lot about the Unreal Engine. God, I can't imagine you good with kids. I know, right? <laughs> That's what my director said. <laughs> so I'm just going to go out of my way to never say the name of the company that I work for. Good call. <laughs> I don't know if you've said it. Have you said it? No, I don't think on... so. You know, if... It's you still not, have to edit it. So it's not too just, late to beep it out. Yeah. Bleep. Beep. Is yeah, there definitely bullip. I'm going to bollop it out. <laughs> bollop it? That's correct. Because <laughs> I couldn't decide between beep and bleep. So bollop it becomes. Bollop. <sighs> there was a piece of grain in my beer. That's very interesting. So did you watch the episode of Buffy? Because... I think I did. <laughs> yes, I watched it. Um, um, how do you feel about sex robots? How does Willow feel about sex robots? She's obviously against sex robots. I. It only takes one bad experience. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> if only I, Yelp had existed, she could have made a bad review on Mattel. I <laughs> did not remember this episode at all. Yeah, you know, I... Like, I, if I didn't know better, this, I would have swore this was the first time I'd ever seen this episode. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm pretty close. I feel like there was a whisper of the faintest mouse fart of a memory <laughs> just curdling somewhere in my brain of this episode. And that's, yeah, I'm not going to say that's all it was worth because the episode deserves more credit than that. No. It's, not much. It's not a, it's not a, it's not an awful episode. No. It's not an it's not a good episode. I, I, you know, se. I want to say it was almost. It's I'm mediocre. Not, it wasn't cutting edge, but damn it, they were trying real hard to keep up with the times. Yeah, yeah, they were definitely. Oh, you know, what we forgot to do. Hey, everybody! I'm Josh. I'm Rex, and this is Beer with Buffy. Welcome back. This is season one, episode eight. Uh, I robot you, Jane. So there it is. I legitimately remember the name of the episode more than I remembered the episode. You know, I th totally thought it was going to be a completely fucking different episode. I had nothing. I had nothing going into this. <laughs> like... As soon as the episode opened, first off, my, my first thought was, who the fuck is Carlos? Because you who the see, fuck is Dave, for that matter? Well, no, you see, it opens to fucking subtitle land. 
Carlos. Oh, Car- <laughs> yeah. And, and you just see subtitles that's like, come forth, Carlos. I'm like, who the fuck is Carlos? <laughs> yes. And we see this demon. Like, Corona, Italy. Oh, Cortona. And it opened, the cold open is this demon. He has a cult. Yep. And he gets locked away in a book by a ritual. The demon does. Yes. Not, not the cult. Yeah. Yeah, the demon does. Yeah. So he snaps this dude's neck. And now I know what after after the dude really open opened himself up and said that he loved him. I know, right? Also, Man. you ruined my moment, Rex. Um, <laughs> I was now I know what uh, Gomez and Morticia said to each other uh, whenever he's like, "God, Mia," he's saying, "My dear one," and that's I'm so happy that I know that now. Um, I, I mean. I didn't pick up on this that. This was some serious demon man love. Holy shit. And the demon looked pretty fucking badass, too. He was kind of badass. I feel like they, they reuse that makeup and uh, the horns in a later episode where they should because it's only in here for so such a short amount of time. I specifically recall an episode where Giles become like he ends up looking like a demon Oh, and he has to be like, yeah, I yeah. think you're right. And he's like, wait, I'm not a demon. I think anyway. Right. So, yeah, that shit happens. Anyway, the cold opens over. Cold the demon's open. locked away in the book. We go to the, the credits. Oh, I, I, oh, no, we're not at the credits So yet. they did a chant. <laughs> By the power of the circle of Kaelas, um, which I, I did a quick Google search. Yes. And I was like, you know, wait, it's the same thing. wait, no, there's a fucking Klingon named Kaelas. No way. Kaelas is Klingon Jesus. Tell me it's the Klingon. <laughs> it's a different fucking spelling. Really? Yeah. Damn it. It's not the same I'm Kaelas. I'm so glad you looked that up. I, <laughs> like, I noticed it the second time the chant was done when no. Giles was doing it. Because this one was K-A-Y-L-E-S-S. Ugh. Klingon Kaelas is K-A-H-L-E-S-S. No, my head canon is is that they were praying to uh, <laughs> yeah. cling on Jesus. I'm down for that. <laughs> Keeping it. Print it. Um oh, also, um maybe I'm just racist against Italians, but when he was doing the binding chant, it really just sounded like he just ate a very spicy meatball. <laughs> and then See, the I demon always, became words, and that was nice. I always have trouble when you have a foreign language and subtitles. Like this is why I can't watch foreign du- or subtitled films because <laughs> yeah. I, I pay so much attention to what I'm reading that I'm I'm just not hearing the voices at all. Yeah, and so I like I have no recollection of what the actual chanting <laughs> sounded like. I I went back all. and watched it a couple times. I cheated. I didn't. So anyway, we open into the library and we get to meet Miss Calendar. Yeah. Who came the fuck out of nowhere? Yeah, and you know what? I'm okay with With that. her douchebag <laughs> students. Okay, I like, wrote quick uh, recap first though. Yes. So what happens? So yeah, they're they're scanning books into the computer. Yeah. New shipment of books. Giles is not happy about this. Nope. Because he hates computers. computers. They're the devil. <laughs> And he's talking shit about computers, and this one kid, Fritz, who, <laughs> I swear they pulled him from the fucking Hackers set. <laughs> Do you remember that movie, Hackers? Uh, well, yeah. 
Um, it's because seriously, it's the only reason I find Angelina <laughs> Jolie attractive. Exactly. <laughs> I no, think about that no, rather like, often. Go like, on. Because he. Oh, my God. I don't even I didn't even bother writing down his whole diatribe. You know what? I specifically did. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Take it away, Josh. OK, so this motherfucker, it pained me with every alt tab that I executed <laughs> to make sure that I got this exactly right because this little fucker right here um his name's Fritz by the way Fritz yes I, I got that he looks a little like Biff from Back to the Future first of all I'm sorry I ever complained that no other geeks visited this library I'm really <laughs> really sorry so this motherfucker um just starts spouting off the printed page is obsolete information isn't bound up anymore it's an entity <laughs> it's, a, it's an entity <laughs> it wasn't before anyway no it's an entity the only reality is virtual if you're not jacked in you're not alive and you delivered it with pretty much the exact same emphasis that he had yeah like holy shit this kid this kid needs his fucking computer taken away. He didn't finish three <laughs> syllables before I was like, can I kill him? Is he dead? Is he dead yet? I don't think he dies. Yeah. I don't think he dies. Spoiler, yeah, he totally does. Worth but it. In, in, so they're... Anyway, Miss Calendar's like, oh, you know, don't listen to him. He just makes us all sound crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, computers are the future. And going on about... Computers this, computers that. And actually, some of the information that she's giving is legitimate information during that time. About uh, It was. Because it was around the time when emails actually overtook snail mail. Mm-hmm. And she quotes that and things of that nature. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a really interesting little bit of history. Yeah. This episode. And so, they're all parting ways, and there's a little bit of humorousness because... Uh, Willow's like, hey, Xander, do you want to help? And he's like, no, I'm not a computer nerd, and leaves. <laughs> but I actually wrote down another quote from this scene, because Giles says, if you need me, I'll be back in the Middle Ages. And Miss Calendar looks at him and says, did you ever leave? <laughs> I got that one, too. It's phenomenal. It was delicioso. And just the look on, on Giles's face is like, no, I never left. <laughs> uh, now that you mention it, Miss Calendar, but I was calling her the hot teacher lady. I didn't get her name until like three quarters of the way through the episode. I only knew her name because she becomes a fairly solidified character through the, se- the rest of the season. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Dude, she's part of the gypsies. Uh, yeah, the gypsies. Angelus. <laughs> Duh. How could I forget? Angelus. Don't spoil it for me. I know I've seen it before, but it's been 15 uh, years. Fuck you. Christ. It's hard for me to say anything cool or, or witty or at all. I, I can usually make a few vowel sounds and then I have to go away. I don't mean to interrupt your downward mobility. Yeah. You're the Slayer and we're like the Slayerettes. Oh, please. And then, so the the whole sequence ends with uh, Willow scanning the book that this demon, badass demon, is locked away in. Yeah. So we establish, you know, what's going on for the rest of this episode. She's scanning in this new book that Buffy had pulled out of a box. Yep. 
which obviously is the book that Moloch got bound into. And couple of questions. Yeah. One, if you bind a demon into a book and you destroy the book, does it destroy the demon? Wouldn't that just destroy the demon? To me, that seems like the next logical step. Or, you know, maybe lock the book away somewhere where it's not going to end up in a California library. I mean, who knows? The monks really (laughs) didn't think this shit through. Yeah, libraries are safe. Nobody has (laughs) access to those. Nobody reads books in libraries. (laughs) We'll send it to another library 600 years in the future. (laughs) So the opening credits happen, and we actually flash forward a week, which... Kind of threw me off. Yeah. I, I did so, not expect that yeah. much of a time lapse. And so Willow has been chatting online with Malcolm. Uh-huh. I don't know why they didn't just go with Moloch, but whatever. Right. That That's a usable screen name. I Yeah. I mean, that that's pretty on par for all the shit I remember back in my AOL days. Yeah. Probably would have tipped uh, Giles off a little too quick, though. Yeah, maybe. That's probably the only reason they changed it. Anyway... Anyway, she's telling she's telling Buffy about her her new online boyfriend, and in my notes I wrote, "Is he from Canada?" (laughs) (laughs) I get it, because everyone had a Canadian girlfriend and boyfriend back then. I see what you did there, buddy. That's pretty good. And then, of course, we (laughs) get a little bit of a, a a glimpse at Nice Guy Xander. Yep. He reels it in, but he's there. Yeah. He's there for a second. And, you know, it pisses me off because he makes good points. Yeah. And both Buffy and Xander are are worried about Willow because Willow doesn't know who this guy is. He could be anybody. And that was a legitimate concern back then. Yeah. It just really pissed me off that, you know, he runs into the scene and he's like, for the first time in the entirety of the series, excited to see Willow and like, hey, do you want to come hang out with me? And it's like doing the half tickle thing. Like, yeah. I'm into you, but guess what? Not really. Um, and it's just because he's not soaking up all of the attention all of a sudden. Yep. And I'm yep. like, you little fuck. You, you little asshole, because now, now you're second rate to who she's looking at. Yup. Fuck you, Xander. What narcissistic behavior. <sighs> I think that's really what bothers me about the way Xander's written, is it's very consistently narcissistic behavior. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, like, he fucking knows that he has Willow on his hook. He does. He knows it. And th- this, this episode mo- proves, proves it. it. Yes. He knows it. And he's pissed that she's no longer on his hook. And so fuck him. Yep. Like, oh, I'm it, I'm so fucking angry it about it. He plays him. it off as, oh, but I care about her. Yeah. I'm worried about her safety. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know. To be fair, at least he's accepted that Buffy's not into him, and right. he could have a conversation yes. with her without popping an immediate boner. I was, I was very grateful for that. <laughs> His interactions with Buffy in this episode were way better. And he he does reel that sense in, and it, through the rest of the episode, it really becomes more of feeling like, no, he's just worried about his friend. Mm-hmm. But we get that little bit of a glimpse of Nice Guy Xander, and it just makes me want to fucking punch his face. Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh man, we get a little bit of the computer lab, and we get to see the weirdness that is Fritz and Dave. Yeah, holy shit. 
Like, not painting a good picture for... I knew people like this in school, man. Yeah, these are the people that defined uh, (laughs) the nice guy. Oh, God, they're... Like, the problem is you don't need a demon. Like, the demon can really just be a metaphor in this episode. Oh, yeah. There's people who actually talk and act like this. Yeah. And it's disgusting. Now, granted, Dave is better than Fritz. Well. Fritz needs drugs. (laughs) Like, that man needs medication. Yeah. Unquestionably needs to be medicated. He reminded me a lot of- Especially because it actually jumps- Back at one point to him, sitting in front of the computer, whispering to himself, I'm jacked in. I'm jacked in. I'm jacked in. He's cutting letters into his forearm with a fucking razor blade. Dwight from The Office. That's what he looks like. Yeah. He looks like he's he's high school Dwight from The Office. <laughs> For, I, almost, <laughs> I almost looked it up. Oh, to it's see not if the it, sa- it's not the same act to see if it was the same. I'm actor. positive it's not the same act. Like, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not either. Dwight's actually one of my favorite characters from The Office. I never really got into The Office. So oh, you should. I, everyone says that. I just it's not for me. So we jump forward a little bit more here to uh, a Buffy and Willow interaction in the locker room. This is significant because Willow's late to school. She, it's fifth period. Was it that late? Yes. I didn't like, realize. They even, Buffy even mentions it because she says, oh, I, I overslept. And Buffy looks at her and goes, to fifth period? Okay, I missed yeah, that So, line. like, this is like, hey, Willow, why'd you even bother coming to school yeah, late? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, this is why the fuck didn't you stay home late? That's a bit much. Buffy, especially in this scene, is being completely 100% good friend reasonable. Yeah. Fuck Willow for her response to this. But she's under the influence. Right. I get that. He is an ancient demon, after all. But, I mean, Buffy's response is like, you know, meet him somewhere public. Meet him somewhere safe. Yeah, this was very progressive. Yes. And she's not, like... Getting on Willow for having an online boyfriend. She's a little confused by Willow having yeah, an Willow online boyfriend. Yeah, Willow keeps being like, oh, you're just mad at me because I have a boyfriend. Why don't you want me to have this? Yeah. And like, Buffy is being a good friend. She's like, no, I'm just concerned like, that yeah. you don't know who the fuck this guy Everybody is. Everybody wants you to be happy, Willow. Okay. like Even if it's Xander, at least we know who Xander is. He's relatively harmless. Yeah. And it goes into the next scene where Willow or Buffy goes into the computer lab to talk to Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think what I liked here is that the talk that they have about like tracking down who this guy is is actually kind of legitimate. Yeah. Like, oh, they dude, actually. I was so excited. Real computer language. Yes, I was like, and it's act- for the. And I just not can't hide it. Hmm? Not completely. Mm. But for the most part, for the whole episode, the way they talk about computers is accurate. It, it was relatively... I fucking love that. It was vaguely accurate. Like, he was so close to being like, oh, you just need an IP address. And then they, oh, they gave me IP address blue balls. I was so pissed. <laughs> well, they probably didn't mention an IP address. And I love that. I totally tripped over that. They probably didn't mention an IP, IP address. Blah, blah. 
Fuck you. <laughs> they probably didn't mention an IP address because they didn't want to go a little too far into the nerddom. Do you pee freely? Address? Address? I didn't think that, that, that through. No, you really didn't. <laughs> That's not even funny anymore. Why are you still dwelling on it, Rex? I don't know. Mostly I'm confused. <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> well, I'm alive, aren't I? I'm alive. I'm confused. Yeah. So, immediately after this, Buffy goes to talk to Giles. Ah. Ah. Why the fuck does Giles not just listen to Buffy? I mean, I feel like he did. And then kind of, but it... it and then like he specifically we, said, I just don't know what the fuck to do with that information. We We... But... The scene opens up with the same bit of she's telling Giles about stuff and he's like, it might not be that big of a deal. Yeah, we've definitely seen this before. It's like, no, Giles, if Buffy comes to you and says, hey, shit's going down, you fucking believe her at this point. <laughs> yeah. She has proven her instincts, for well, fuck's sake. <laughs> well, to be fair, those boys aren't particularly normal to begin with. No. <laughs> Bring then, the chocolates off. And then, <laughs> no, no. And then we get... I, I think what will win my quote for the entire fucking episode. Oh, I've got mine already. His his line here is fucking amazing. And his delivery is fucking perfect. And I'm going to hack that towel. Okay, but. yeah. I Oh, come on. I think we, I have the same one and I have a better British the accent like than terror. you. All right, go ahead and, go ahead and destroy it. It's <laughs> fine. Things involved with computers fill me with a childlike terror. You already fucked it up. Go <laughs> on. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Now, if it were a nice ogre or some such, I'd be more in my element. Lullament, yes. Yes, You would be moral in your element. God, fuck. <laughs> just, be just because some people don't word as well as you do, you asshole. <laughs> Thank you, Xander. <laughs> he has a quote very much like that yes, in this episode. Yes, later on, and I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I didn't, because I was hoping you would. I was kind of over it at that point. So Buffy complains to Giles. He uh, he does recommend that she tails Dave. Yeah, and so that that's turned advice turns out to be useful. But goddamn it, Buffy! <laughs> Way to be subtle. <laughs> I liked that jacket. Subtle with fucking big bold neon letters. Also, they really missed um, an opportunity for a funny joke. They tried. They tried it. She was like, uh, "Oh, what am I supposed to do?" Put on dark glasses and a trench coat. And he was... <laughs> and she does. <laughs> well, the but joke not would the have... classic dark glasses exactly. and trench coat. Yeah. It's a fur trench coat. And it's pink fucking sunglasses. Right. Which I, I can see how they thought that was funny. Like, you know, I've been on film sets where we're like, oh, this is going to be so great, bro. And then it's just... Well, and I... The way like I Like, it was an it, inside joke. Right. And the way I took it is like, this is... This is the best Buffy can do on a short amount of time. Right. Because she wants to have the dark sunglasses and, and trench coat. Yeah. But it's like, why the fuck do you think that's a good idea to follow someone in? Well, You're in California. Why do you own a fur coat? <laughs> okay, you're not wrong. But the joke would have been if she had said that and then they immediately cut to her wearing the, the glasses and the trench coat. Regardless of what they look like, it would have been funnier, but they took their sweet fucking time going yeah. from Dave getting into his car and then a slow pan across to her. This brings up another question. Yeah. 
Why does none of the Scooby gang have cars? None All of the them? other fucking kids that they go to school with have cars. Uh, and how the fuck did she follow him when she doesn't have a car? Built-in plot complication. Why not? But, but he drives to this fucking lab place. How does she get there so fast? Hmm. She followed him there. What'd she do? Run? In a fucking fur trench coat? Maybe the whole series takes place in a dream where you can do this weird floating thing. <laughs> And if no, these are important inconsistencies. In my dreams, what I can do is I can jump up and I can grab the branch. No one gives a shit about your dreams of a tree. Your dreams are dead, Josh. And then I bounce your up into the air. Are dead, Josh. And I just float down onto rooftops. Your dreams are dead. I only because I talk to you, Rex. <laughs> so okay, maybe only. <laughs> Both of our dreams are dead. Who bought the beer for this episode? You did. You will like my witty <laughs> banter. So Buffy's outside of the uh, the research and development thingy. Oh, wait, no. no. So a camera spots her. Yeah, and this demon is in the computers. I feel like we haven't really talked much about that. I mean, hopefully I guess, you've seen the episode, so you know yeah. what we're talking about. Like... They have a security staff at this CRD place. Why the hell is Fritz the one watching the fucking camera? Yeah, fucking From the high school computer lab. From the library. Not the library, but the computer lab, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I think they spent this entire episode working on Moloch's costume for the end. They do. They do. Because it's like, awesome. They, it is pretty awesome. It's so awesome. They definitely short um, shorted the writing staff on yeah. the rest of this episode, though. <laughs> okay, so this is when... <laughs> this is when we have a good line from uh, from Xander coming up. So after she's followed them, followed Dave to that place. Yeah. And there's a great interaction here where Xander's not useless. And he actually knows about this company because his uncle used to mop floors there. And Giles does not skip a beat to call him out on it. No, and it's fantastic. Congratulations, Xander. This is the first time you've done anything useful. Anything. He didn't say that directly. But it was in his tone. (laughs) It really was. (laughs) Something about this being unprecedented. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't write down his quotes. No, I did not. But it's it's a great moment when they're, they're talking... And all of a sudden, Giles changes what he's talking about, and Buffy and Xander don't realize that Miss Calendar has walked into the library behind them. Right. Oh, yeah. Epic save, by the way. Excellent save on on Giles' part. Yeah. However, doesn't this happen all the time? You would think. It's a fucking public library in the high school. Why the hell are they not having random people walk in all the time? It yeah. seems like they should... like have it planned out and, like, prepared in advance sort of thing. Even my elementary school library had a secretary, for yeah, fuck's sake. The, there was people <laughs> in... A, I remember my high school library. It was a fucking busy-ass place. Yeah. But the, Giles saves it excellently. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Xander looks like he got caught watching porn. <laughs> he does. And then says something equally stupid. Yes. To, reading makes words work better in my... Speaking no, he says, some... to read makes our speaking English good. Yes, that. Same, Jeff. 
And as they're walking out, Buffy basically cuffs him by the ear and is like, makes our English good. <laughs> what? I panicked. <laughs> uh. And of course, Miss Calendar doesn't think anything of it. No. God, why would she? <sighs> da, 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 da. And then we go, then we jump to the computer lab again, where Willow is talking with her online boyfriend. Now, I understand why they do this in, in TV. I get it. You don't necessarily want your audience to have to read shit. But having the computer speak what he's typing out loud oh and having her say what she's typing, just, it angers me. <laughs> it, like... Especially, like, oh my god! It's like twenty years later, right now, and we're <sighs> only just coming around to vaguely reliable text to speech and <sighs> speech to text and the technology. Thing is, though, is she is not doing speech to text; she's typing it. Yeah, she's speaking out loud while she's typing. Right. What the fuck is wrong with you, Willow? Nobody does that. Nobody has ever done that. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, maybe. Oh. She was definitely delivering the lines and Maybe then my mother them. will do that. Maybe my mother <laughs> would do that. But, like, my grandma, I could totally see my grandma doing that. Yeah. But no one else does. I mean, to be fair, they played it off really well because I didn't even really notice and go, hmm, that's stupid until about halfway through the scene. Yeah, it's... Uh... Oh, but my favorite part is when she gets mad because she figures out that he's creepy and she <laughs> angrily turns off the computer. Just the monitor. Just the monitor switch. <laughs> I knew you would notice that. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was. I a... noticed it especially later <laughs> when they use the computer in the lab. Buffy just turns on the monitor. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all fucking up. CRT monitors everywhere. Ah, that's the scariest part, really. Oh, God. <laughs> Why did we have to use those? <laughs> oh, thank God for LSDs. Yeah, or, LSD. Or, yes, <laughs> LCDs. God no, damn it. You were right the first time, Rex. Yeah. Yeah, probably. he's over here. We got him. <laughs> Fuck you. Come on in. <laughs> no, he's already got cuffs. They're furry. I do not own furry cuffs. Not that I would know. <laughs> I do not own furry cuffs. Uh -huh. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't do that shit. I'm just trying to make you look bad on the internet. You're or, trying to make me sound bad. Or look. We're, this is a, this is an audio podcast. You can't make me look bad on an audio podcast. People are listening to us. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Fucking great. So what happens next, Rex? <laughs> Let me check my notes. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done this in a month and a half, everybody. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, the beer is like 0.3% less alcohol than normal. Changed it up. Uh, Bonfire Brown, Saga Tuck. <coughs> no, yeah, Give us free five. beer. <coughs> we want free beer. <coughs> <coughs> We're not getting free beer. No, no, probably not. Or paid to say these things. No. I'm, Yet. Fuck, I want free beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't even care who gives it to us. I know, right? <laughs> I 
We live in Kalamazoo, Michigan. There's so many fucking breweries around here. <laughs> I could find a way to be picky about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna, though. Anyway, Did so... Did you angrily find the correct notes yet? Yes. Oh, good. So, Giles enlists the help of uh, <laughs> Miss Calendar. And they're talking about computer stuff. Yes. And their chemistry here is phenomenal. It's okay. They're they're having an argument, the debate oh, yeah. between uh, physical books and the internet. Christ, I feel like I'm reliving it just watching your, your hand gestures about this. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I know. Uh. Anyway, um, this is when they discover that the book that Moloch was trapped in was scanned yes. and is now blank. And Giles is like, holy shit. He has a nice little epiphany there, yeah. yeah. And, and I thought he had had, like, a full epiphany where, like, he understood that it had gone into the computer while while somebody, not necessarily Willow, had been scanning it. Um, No, he just... No, he just, like, <laughs> is, holy shit, these pages are blank. Somebody must have read, read it. it. Yeah. I really liked uh, how the uh, conversation abruptly changed. Yes, and it ends... This is one of my quotes of the day. This one's mine. Go ahead. I got this. I didn't write this down, so you're good. Okay. So uh, Giles says, uh, well, it's been lovely chatting. Uh, We were arguing. Uh, We must do it again sometime. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, (laughs) And he's got that that great Giles, I'm fully distracted expression going on. He did not give a fuck anymore. She was not in the room anymore, practically. It was just... (laughs) And she, the look on her face is amazing. To her credit, she was more intrigued than insulted. Right. Yeah. Like she, it's this moment that I think that I actually get the idea that she actually likes him. Uh-huh. And she finds this whole, like, debate between real books and technology endearing. Okay. Like, that that's what I got out of this whole interaction. Well, she can't possibly just hate books because computers exist now. I mean, she's... She's not fit. She's his age. <laughs> maybe a little younger. Um, But, like, she grew up with books. Yeah. It's not like the woman's never read a book and she's, like, as crazy as this fucking Fritz kid. So, <laughs> Dave runs into Willow, or, sorry, Dave runs into Buffy out in the quad Are area. you jacked in, Rex? No, I'm not fucking jacked in. Well, you better get jacked in. Fitz was obviously also masturbating in that Fuck scene. Fuck a doodle do he was. <laughs> so, Dave runs into to Buffy and tells Buffy, Willow's looking for you, she's in the locker room. So, Buffy goes into the locker room. It's to an obvious to, setup. Yeah, it's... Buffy, you're the Slayer. How are you not noticing this is a trap? Let me see it. Get through my stomach. Um, Fritz is in the locker room in full, um, <laughs> I'm going to shoot up a school black trench coat. Hey, do you know where Willow is? Uh, yeah, she said she'd be in the girls' locker room. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's some very specific information you have. So Fritz sets up this trap where he turns the shower on. Yep. And, like, sets a power cable into the water. And the idea is or rather that, to where the water was inevitably going to extend to. Right. So the the idea is that Buffy walks up to the shower to turn the shower off and gets electrocuted. And this would have worked if Dave didn't have a change in conscience. If only and, those fucking meddling kids. <laughs> and Dave runs up and is like, 
hey, no, Buffy, watch out. And Buffy realizes what's happened, and she jumps, and the electricity hits her and throws her further. Wait, wasn't Fritz in the shower? It showed him in the shower, and then it didn't. Like, like he, he wasn't turned there. the water on, and yeah. I thought he was just going to, like, slit her throat in there or something. Yeah. I guess I'm just not very creative. <laughs> Apparently, he was able to sneak out or something. You know, she has heightened senses, but fuck that. Yeah. Uh, um, Spidey senses, to yes. be specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which threw Giles for a bit of a loop. I'm glad they were saying that back then. But, I mean, yes. you know, the comic books have been around for yeah. ages, so whatever. But anyway, so Dave, like, says, hey, Buffy, look out, and then fucking disappears. Yeah. And then we... She gets launched across the room. Yep, and she lands. Her feet are smoking. Yeah. She later, they, her, Xander, and Giles are in the library talking. You know, I once had an argument with a friend of mine, um, I and I think it was about this scene, because um, I had okay. some flashback memories, because um, she got launched across the room by this electric shock, but she was wearing shoes, mm-hmm. and he's like... Oh, no way. Like, she totally would have just gotten electrocuted the second she touched that water. And I'm like, no, but her shoes, you know, the rubber soles uh, dampened the electricity. And he's like, wait, the 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 rubber soles moistened the no, electricity? So- and I'm like, no. And we had like a 10-hour argument about the word dampened. And I'm like, <laughs> look at a dictionary like half a time. I've just been I've been bitter about so, that for so a long time. So the argument time. was about the word dampen. Yes, specifically just about the meaning of <laughs> not the word. A, not about the logistics of how the electricity. Absolutely would work. nothing else. Just simply the very factual, <laughs> easy to look up, um, uh, multiple, you know, homonymic meaning. Wh- whoever this friend was, d- dampened is the right word. <laughs> She's in the library, and she's obviously a little wigged out about almost nearly getting killed. And there's a great moment where she says, looks at both Xander and Giles and very seriously and says, now tell me the truth. How's my hair? <laughs> and her hair is frizzed out. Yeah. And, and Xander's like, uh. oh, it, it, it's, it's great. It, 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 it's the best hair. Yeah. This and, and Giles goes, oh, 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 yes. <laughs> I, I she that. just believes them. This like is, <laughs> I don't even know if she believed it, and it doesn't matter. This is just, this, this pacing <laughs> is why we still love this show, and it's so it's, fucking memorable. It's just fantastic. Uh, it doesn't matter how serious things get. We can always have a little pit stop for humor. Exactly. It's never too <laughs> dramatic for humor. And this is when they, they realize that the book that trapped the demon had been scanned, yeah. and that counted as reading it. Somehow. And somehow. Yeah. Well, you know, quantum mechanically, that's uh, that's observation. Oh, of course. Um, but <laughs> that wasn't really quite a, a mainstream thing back then. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oh, so, shit. I, I can't argue that. No, because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so that counts as observation. And and for some reason, that means that the demon, rather than being re- released into reality, is released into the, the computer. Digitally. 
And then from the computer where the file is saved to the internet. Thank you, Al Gore. And then we get this great moment where they're like, so we just got to delete the file on the computer. And <laughs> none of these three people know anything about computers. Not jack shit. First of all, Buffy sits down and she pecks in, oh, obviously, the letters W-I-L-L-O-W. Just and the icon is on the desktop. My fuck-a-doodle-do. I'm like, wait, so typing in... Like, what? We don't know what file it is. Well, it obviously it'd and be called they, Willow. They just decide to delete the entire Willow file. Who knows how many fucking books are saved in that Jesus. folder? It, it wasn't even a file. It was a folder. <laughs> Jesus. And they, she drags it to the fucking recycle bin. And we see the desktop. And this is an old Apple computer desktop, by the way. Uh, like was, it, was it Apple? Yeah, I'm positive it was a Mac. Okay. I thought it was Windows 3.0, which wise, which is why it didn't surprise me at all when, you know, she tried to delete something and a demon pops up on the desktop <laughs> and, and says, that's none of your business. And the video, the video that it shows, it's like, sounds about right. Dude, the video that it shows is like those old school fucking uh, video, like those those games that had like actual like video in them. You do you know what I'm talking about? I can't think of the actual like mist. Yeah, where yeah. it has, like, actual fucking video in the game. Yeah. And it's, like, really shitty quality video. <laughs> demon's face. It was so ridiculously pixelated. And a voice that does not fit the fucking demon. And he's like, leave Willow alone. <laughs> it's none of your business. And how they didn't just start laughing, I, know, I don't right? understand. Because it wasn't scary, but they were scared. Who is a little demon? <laughs> Who is a cute little demon? I said, watching, I wrote down, watching them use this computer is like watching my parents use computers. <laughs> <laughs> the next bit is Dave goes back to the computer lab and the demon confronts him and is like, how the fuck are we supposed to kill Buffy if you don't want to do it? And he's like, I don't want to kill anybody. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the fucking demon starts starts typing his fucking suicide <laughs> note in front of him. Which, to be fair, was actually pretty creepy. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. Holy shit. Oh, and, this fucker means business. And so Fritz, Fritz hangs Dave. And yeah. I was really disappointed that there were no 2001 Space Odyssey bits about Dave talking to the computer. Oh, total missed opportunity. Yeah. His name's Dave. The computer's talking to him. The computer says Dave multiple times. What are you doing, Dave? Huh. They, re they really missed that opportunity. Yeah. I wonder if his name is Dave solely for that reason. Hmm. But they, uh, Buffy discovers that Dave is dead. He's, he's hung himself. Oh, I remembered but, what I was going to say about okay. the computers earlier. Okay. Uh, it, just another dig at Windows 3.0. So when we first established how Moloch was you know, reaching people through the computers and he saw Buffy through a webcam and then another remote computer somewhere else, we don't know where, nondescript location, pops up with Buffy's permanent record. And it loaded that picture so fast. <laughs> I was like, there is no such... No. no. No, no. I looked at enough porn in the '90s to know, <laughs> and no, it shit does not load that fast. Mm, yep. 
That is the most completely unfeasible part of this entire story. And line. then Fritz <laughs> was looking at it on another computer. I was like, I mean, this motherfucker's got a career in networking. I can tell you yeah, that no much. Shit. So Dave is dead. They're in the library and they plan on what they're going to do. Giles decides that he's going to ask Miss Callender's help. And he's like, well, I guess I got to try and figure out how to explain to her that there's a demon in the internet. So uh, there's a demon in the internet. Oh, I know. Well, for fuck's sake. And so it, it was at this point when they're actually trying to like exercise the demon from the internet that uh-huh. I, I realized something. Yeah. For all the shit that I give shows like this about how they portray computers and stuff like that. I don't actually remember very well how computers worked back then because they do not work the same today as they did back then. Oh, God, no. And, like, because I remember there being certain things that were, like, really fucking cool. Like, the the bit when... Well, when Buffy said the word modem, I was like, oh, man, they're trying real hard. Right. But, like, the bit when... So, Buffy... Willow gets home. Do you know what modem stands for? I I don't, actually. Modulator demodulator. Oh. Yeah. That actually makes sense because of what it does. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. Because, yeah, because it's it's transferring a data stream to an analog stream. It is. And vice versa. Correct. Holy shit, how did I not know that? Fuck-a-doodle-doo. Congratulations, Josh, you taught me something Stop fucking all the doodle-doos, Rex. (laughs) That's your job. Oh, right. (laughs) But like, <laughs> so they excuse get this, me. God damn it, Josh! I am busy over here. <laughs> Let's focus on the Buffy episode. I can fuck the doodle doos later. Yes, thank you. Not in my apartment for your per- well. Ugh, nothing to thank you for anymore. <laughs> God damn. Anyway. It's hard for me to say anything cool or, or witty or at all. I, I can usually make a few vowel sounds and then I have to go away. I don't mean to interrupt your downward mobility. Yeah, you're the Slayer and we're like the Slayerettes. Oh, please. So Willow gets home and her computer's like, says, you got mail. And it shows it on the fucking screensaver. Yeah. And this was the moment where I'm like, I don't know if computers actually did that. I, They could have. I really don't think they did. I don't know. I mean, I was wondering if this this had to have been around the time of AOL. Yes. And it seems like there might have been a way that you could set it up that, like, it would change the screensaver or I seem some to... sort of notification like that, maybe? No, because no, uh, you would have... Nobody had um, cable internet connections yet. Yeah. Everybody but, had no, a dial-up line. Her computer is fucking on the goddamn phone while she's not home. I mean, it's Willow we're talking about. And, you know, it might be. Yeah, so it's possible. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I got kicked off of dial-up internet, though. Uh, By the way, I don't miss dial-up. Do we ever, like, because Willow comes home and she's like, Mom, Dad, do we ever, ever see her parents? I don't remember. I don't think we do. I don't know that we do. I don't think we do. I know we don't see Xander's parents. It's going to be a delicious surprise. We kind of hear Xander's parents, I think, when he's like living in their in their basement. Not important, Rex. Who asked you anyway? You just did. Oh. Anyway, so Giles <laughs> so Giles enlists the help of Miss Calendar and finds out that she is a techno-pagan. <laughs> I had to try really hard 
not to spew my beer upon my microphone just now. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. I don't know how hard it would be to clean. Fuck you. I wanted to say <laughs> Technopagan first so bad, but you beat me to it. And you know what, though? I bet there were real people who identified themselves as Technopagans in this uh, day. You know, a quick Google search. I want to find out if they're still out there. They gotta be. <laughs> There's gotta be techno. There has to be more now. Frankly, I'll take them over neo Nazis any day. Uh, but Miss Calendar just takes all the shit Giles is saying in stride. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Even he calls her out on it. He's yeah, like, he's like, "What the fuck? You're, you're supposed to be scared." <laughs> particularly surprised by this toll. And so they decide to do the ritual on the internet. Oh yeah. And somehow, like, set up a <laughs> ritual circle on the internet where Miss Calendar is typing the incantations into a chat box. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Giles was like, well, how do we make a circle when there's only two of us? It's more of a line, really. <laughs> and I was like, that's very clever. She's like, duh, an internet circle. I'm like, oh. At, at the same time that this is happening, uh, we're also jumping back to the CRD building where Willow has been kidnapped by Fritz. Yeah. And we get the unveil of Malcolm, or, or Moloch. Mol- Moloch. 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 Whatever, whatever the fuck his name I'm is. I'm going to go with Moloch. And he is in a giant fucking badass demon robot body. Yeah. And it is so fucking awesome. Yeah, to be fair, I kind of want to cosplay as that now. Dude! It was like... Holy shit! It was like... Casey Jones meets Predator. Yes. Yeah. It With was, fucking awesome ass fucking horns. It was pretty fucking like, neat. Holy shit, they blew their whole episode budget on this. Yeah, which probably explains why their voice actor for Moloch fucking sucked. <laughs> oh, so Holy awful. shit. I wrote down, Moloch looks fucking badass, but the voice. <laughs> Sounds like a twat. <laughs> Do, like, come on, pick someone with some fucking bass. Right, like, I understood <laughs> that when they were doing, like, the text-to-speech for Moloch, that, you know, they made him sound more like a normal dude, but, okay, now we've got the techno-demon shit going on. Yeah. Can and we he, please, like, you can take anybody's voice that and shit. drop it eight octaves. Right. Augment that shit, make it sound a little bit more robotic at the very yeah. least, make it deeper and more yeah. monstrous sounding. Yeah. The voice yeah. Ru- the voice unquestionably ruined the effect <laughs> of this amazing fucking costume. Yeah, it really did. Uh, just holy shit amazing costume. Light up eyes and everything. You know what else it- ruined the moment for me? <laughs> uh Allison Hannigan is obviously a fucking phenomenal actor. Definitely. But I don't know if she got some bad direction or no direction or if she was too busy laughing at the voice acting. (laughs) Um, But when this demon snapped Fritz's neck right next to her, she did not look particularly unpleased about it. It's like, maybe that was a choice. Maybe that was a character choice because Fritz was so creepy anyway. Yeah, maybe she wasn't sad about it. Like. Well before Moloch, he was still a prick. But I just wrote by Fritz on my, in my notes. <laughs> I was like, yay, he died. Okay, moving on. And you know, I'm glad he died. 
Yeah. And the biggest reason I'm glad he died it's is because... you're a psychopath? No, because I didn't want another circumstance like the fucking hyena kids. <laughs> where it's like, all, right. all of a sudden, the shit... The shit's over. What happens to this random fucking kid? Yeah. He goes to the fucking psych ward. Do you remember murdering Dave? <laughs> you know what? Now that you mention it. Yeah. I ate him too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking principal. Like, no. I ate the principal. Him dying is the best fucking option there, right? Yeah. So, I love this bit. So, they're, they, Buffy and Xander climbed over the fence. Yeah. And we get this great moment where Buffy lands on her feet, and then a moment later... Very gracefully. Very gracefully. And then a moment later, Xander falls into frame and just thumps and goes, ow. (laughs) And in my notes, I wrote, oh, so that's how Xander got out of the school in episode two. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's not afraid to take a fall. (laughs) Well, I mean, they established in his very first scene that he can pratfall like a motherfucker. No shit. No, he... He's a very good physical actor, and they don't actually like pull that off as often as I wish. Yeah, I mean we're not done. Yet. We're not even done with season one oh, here. No, no. So, so so far they haven't done it a whole lot. Yeah, but they walk into the building and they just casually walk up to this guard, and Buffy just fucking clocks him and lays him out, <laughs> and it's all just very like la 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 la, and like no fanfare or anything like that just fucking lays out the guard he must have been guilty oh yes obviously and of course the whole fucking security system to the building is connected to the network completely which of course Mollet can see everything and so the security system starts attacking them and I felt like it was a pretty formulaic ending here so yeah you know Xander and Buffy get up to this climactic fight scene, and it just so happens that Giles and Miss Calendar happen to be also solving the problem with their with their online spellcasting. There is a hilarious moment where Giles looks at Miss Calendar and says, well, if he's on the internet, can't we just attack him with a computer virus? And she looks at him and goes, what is this, a movie? <laughs> you've seen you've too seen many too many movies. Aha! 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 I see. Uh. And you, but you know what? I think they probably should have like they probably could have figured out some sort of computer virus thing. Right. I, to me that seems like it it would work. I thought that was going to be how he approached uh Miss Calendar about the demon thing. I thought he was going to but he's clearly just not knowledgeable enough to even be like, "I think we have a computer virus." Yeah, he He's like, no, that is, that is a box that uses electricity and does magic. There's a demon in the, on the net. On the Except in, it's on magic the he can't understand. Exactly. You let but, the blue smoke out and you're fucked. Right. And this is the moment where I noticed the Kalis bit. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Kalis. It's Klingon Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Klingon uh, Jesus, save us from the internet demon. Yeah, it got awkward for a second there. Uh, I was like, wow, Jalice is trying a bit too hard. Which so the, doesn't happen often. So they manage to bust into the room. Yep. And grab Willow. Yep. And Xander hits a dude. <laughs> and it's hilarious because as Willow and, and Buffy are running out the door, he's like, hey, I got to hit somebody. I totally hit a dude or whatever he said. <laughs> like, you guys. <laughs> hey, Scoob. <laughs> I totally duped a dude. Like. But the the ritual works, but it on, the ritual only locks him out of the internet, and now he's just a robot body. So then the rest of the fight 
happens pretty quick. Although, wait, can the I... giant robot busts through a wall and backhands Xander. He does. And it does not fucking kill Xander. And I have a problem with this. <laughs> this is a giant robot. Why is Xander alive? I, I have one thing to say to that. Good one, Shaggy. It's <laughs> what you get for not letting me finish my sentences. Yeah, it happens. So anyway, they duped him with the old one, two. Oh, there's a power box behind you. Yep. Because like they got him out of the internet. Uh, but he so now he's corporeal in his new robot body, which. OK, that was a cool Fucking twist. Sweet robot body. That was a cool twist. I liked that. Um, And then killed him like really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Did not and waste you know, any time. I'm okay with how fast that happened. Yeah. Because with the shit that Buffy has gone up against, a giant fucking robot should not be hard for her. Yeah. Oh, and props to Willow. Um, yeah. Yeah. She started beating him with a fire extinguisher. Well, she had a lot of pent-up rage against oh, yeah. him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said you loved me, God Honestly, <laughs> probably pent-up sexual aggression. I mean, I wasn't going to go there, Rex. Way to make it awkward. You make everything awkward. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> I'm not touching myself right now. Thank God. Hey, got your steak, steak. Hey, got your steak. So the episode the episode ends with two pretty solid solid scenes here. I did not write down his whole his whole speech, but so Giles talks to to Miss Calendar. Yeah. And they actually resolve their conflict of like why he doesn't like computers. Oh yeah. And the speech he gives is fucking amazing. And I actually completely agree with a lot of what he said. Yeah, absolutely. So I he, mean, it's, it's he expresses factual. He expresses that his problem with computers is the smell. Yeah. And how smell is such a big, important part of memory. Learning. learning. And learning. Yeah. And computers are just so cold and there's no scent to them. And, like, that was really fucking compelling. And I think he won over Miss Calendar a little bit with that speech. And no, his We are analog creatures. Exactly. We need, to, like, learning is far more effective via analog methods. Exactly. I completely agree. However. I'm not saying digital doesn't have its place. No, no. But as far as this scene, when Giles walked in, he handed her an, what looked like an earring that was a, like a corkscrew. Yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? And at the very end of the scene, he says something along the lines of, I'm not dangling or... I'm not dangling a corkscrew from my ear. And she says, that's not where I dangle it. Oh, that's not where I dangle it from, Gilesy. And I'm just like... Clit ring? <laughs> I think belly button. That's my best guess. I... Uh, that Well, like... She's already a new enough character. And also, there was no precedent for that. No. There was no conversation that happened that even no. vaguely alluded to that. No. And they somehow were just like, you know it's, what? Nobody will notice. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed because immediately I'm like, wait, what? I thought <laughs> I had just missed something, and I'm glad you're bringing this up, because... It's it's very out of the blue. It makes me happy when I realize, oh, I didn't miss something. That was just fucked up. Mostly I'm just sitting here trying to think of, like, 
what the writers fucking meant. And my best guess is belly button ring. Like, I can't... I can't, can't imagine her having just one other, nip ring. I, I can't think of any other piercing yeah. where someone would have something that dangles, dangles that yeah. could end up in books hmm. that you're working with. Oh, he found her earring. Yeah, in the books, in the library. I thought he said that he found something that reminded it. Uh, he kind of phrased it like that, but yeah. it, like it, like interesting. It was obviously her her earring or something. I yeah. guess, but it was very out of the blue. I don't know what they were really expecting to get with that bit, but the closing on the episode. I enjoyed that. Not I, only did they keep it short and sweet. <laughs> it's, it's really good, though. It is. And it's it's hands down my quote of the day. It's time to pick the quote of the day anyway. Yeah. So, so so go ahead and close close out the... So Buffy, the Xander, and Willow are sitting there, um, and Willow's feeling sorry for herself because she's like, I'm so pathetic because I couldn't even get a... A demon robot boyfriend to love me or something, or or the only guy that's interested in me is a demon robot or something. And then Buffy's like, yeah, well, closest I've gotten turned to, turned out to be a vampire, and Xander's like, hold my beer. Um, <laughs> praying Mantis. <laughs> um, and then comes my actual quote of the day. Uh, Buffy says, let's face it. None of us are ever going to have a happy, normal relationship. Xander says, we're doomed. And, and they all laugh awkwardly. <laughs> and fall silent. Uh-huh. And the episode closes right there. No winks to the camera. Nothing. Just the, it ends they, on their just pure like, oh, fuck us. And they got the joke right there. They totally made up for fucking up the joke about the trench coat earlier. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Way to send it home. Thanks, Joss. Whedon. That was. God damn it, <laughs> Don't pronounce his age. Whedon. It's Whedon. 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 Joss Whedon. Say Will. Will. Say Whedon. Whedon. Say Will Whedon. Will Whedon. Will Whedon. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> what were your thoughts coming out of this episode, Rex? I liked the closing bit. The overall episode I thought was, eh. you know, I think their concerns with Willow were perfectly founded. And I like I think aside from a moment of like nice guy Xanderness, they like they were being good friends here. Yeah. And Willow was kind of kind of fucking rude to them about it. <laughs> and I mean, she like, was like when you're looking at the world through rose colored glasses. Yeah. The red flags just look like flags. Yeah. So. No, I thought it was a pretty progressive episode myself. They were trying to keep up with current technology. They did a fairly decent job. And it also made a decent social statement about, you know, keeping track of your friends, what's going on in their lives, who they're consorting with, making sure yeah, they're not getting actually, into any... Um, I didn't really look at it that way. ...dangerous situations because they're letting their hormones get the best of them. Uh, no, that good point yeah also you know what I, I think one thing i really liked is this introduced miss calendar in a way that had like the episode really didn't focus on her at all yeah it was a jarring introduction but not an unwelcome one no 
if they had like mentioned her in a previous episode that would like shown her yeah. in a previous episode that would have like fixed the jarring problem. Yeah. But other than that, I liked the fact that they introduced this character. She's obviously going to be back and she plays a bigger part in the season, but the ep- the episode didn't focus on her specifically. She was a player in it. What was happening happened to involve computers, so it involved her, but it wasn't like she had any real part in the actual, like, what was happening. And that was good. Uh, That's how they f- should fucking introduce characters. Yeah. Not having it where introduce this character and everything happens to this character in that episode. Yeah, it, like, made sense or something. Yes, or something. So... I think I think we've pretty much covered it all. Yeah. I didn't really mention my quote of the day. Oh yeah, what but, was your quote of the day? Um, honestly, my quote of the day is, while I did not write it down, Giles' whole spe- speech about computers and smell and the just the the sense of the tactile sense of handling books and interacting with books mm. and that whole bit. Seriously, if you've not watched the episode, find that scene and watch that little bit. Yeah, if there's one thing you take away from the episode, I also agree. That would probably be the most important bit. Because, like, I'm I'm a huge book nerd, and that that whole bit just spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could ignore this entire fucking episode and just watch that scene and move on to the next one, and I would be fine. Fair enough. So I'm Rex. I'm Josh. This has been Beer with Buffy. It has been Beer with Buffy. See you next time. I really have to pee. done why are we watching this